grand rising to you, my friend. This is Cam, coming at you today with another episode of This Might Be Helpful, and I sincerely hope that it is. I have been burning the candle at both ends, as they say, discovering new capacity, expanding my boundaries, growing, evolving, maturing, maybe, growing up, hope not. My dad always used to say to me, Cameron, you can grow old, but you never have to grow up. And then my mom told him that he had Peter Pan syndrome. <laughs> but it's true. If you can maintain some childlike sense of wonder of the world, then you allow information to come into direct contact with an imaginative state rather than filtered through the complex, convoluted layers of cognitive biases, beliefs, expectations, worldview. Can you allow information to meet you directly? Can you come into direct contact with the truth of reality, the immutable, unspeakable, undefinable truth of reality? That might be asking a lot. I know we're like two minutes in, so maybe we'll work up to that. What's been going on in my life lately? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I am one week away from completing my yoga teacher training. 11 weeks down, one to go. And it has been one of the most challenging things I have ever participated in. In the most glorious of ways, it has been the most special experience. And I'm so grateful that I listened to my intuition and did it, despite the general conditions and circumstance of life not really saying that it was possible. I heard that I was going to be a father at the beginning of the year, and on the same day I heard that there was going to be a teacher training at Wild Heart Yoga Tribe in Cairns. And I just went, well, obviously I have to do that. <laughs> Intuition said, go there, do that, you'll love it. And then I went, well, how am I going to have the time? I'm working at another startup company, opening a dispensary, maintaining all the things that I'm already doing, like the podcast, which is my act of devotion and love and service. But when the analytical aspect of the mind starts asking all of the questions around, how are you going to do it? How are you going to make it work? We have to say to that analytical aspect, we'll see. We will see. The how is less important than the why. The how is not something you know until it is time to do. The how is dependent on innumerable conditions far outside of our scope of recognition. When we surrender to not 
knowing, when we surrender to not needing to know how, this allows the universe to conspire for us in the greatest way. This is how we open up to co-creation and manifestation, is by releasing the how and leaning into the why. Because the universe, nature, supports the courageous and the bold and the willing. Nature supports decisive action. Nature supports all of the ideas and dreams you have and the conditions are there for those things to come to fruition. If you surrender and learn the balance between discipline and surrender, between effort and non-effort, between steadiness and ease, between the in-breath and the out-breath, we are a vessel of dancing polarities, a foaming, broiling mass of chemistry and energy, and it is not up to us to know how it works out, but it is up to you to trust that it is already working out. Trust that the path has already been laid, and it is up to you to walk that path day by day, taking each step as the terrain meets your feet, How deeply can you lean into what makes you feel alive? How deeply can you lean into your expression, into your creativity, into the hopes and dreams and desires that others don't understand? Especially if you don't understand, how can we expect anybody else to understand if we are Embracing not knowing. They're not going to get it. They're not going to understand why you do the things you do. And that can be challenging, but it doesn't mean you stop. If it looks wrong in the eyes of everybody else, you're probably on the right path. Lean in to what scares you. And realize that what you mistake as fear is excitement, possibility and potential. That fear is our greatest calling just as our triggers are our treasures. The things that we feel afraid of are also those which will guide us to our most alive state, our most wakeful state. Wake up. Wake up to your truth. Wake up to your potential. Wake up to this present moment. What do you feel? Where is your body in space? 
Where is the gap between your thoughts? Where is peace in your body? And where is tension? Can you become aware of these sensations arising, emerging, coming into existence in the space that is you, just to pass? There's a fleetingness to life, an irrefutable finitude, and that is part of the polarity. Infinite consciousness, experiencing temporary confirmation of its own existence in a finite body. And that could be scary, that could feel uncomfortable to really pay attention to just how finite this body is. But it's important that you do. It is important that you recognize that with each inspiration, each inhalation, we breathe in life, and with each exhalation, we become empty. But that emptiness is a necessary part of the fullness. That death is not the enemy of life. Death occurs in every moment. Each moment coming to be only because the last one has died, left, departed. The enemy of life is not death, but rather a detachment from living. And that is not my quote. I think that might be Rumi. Someone from the collective. So what are you here to do with your one wild and precious life, says poet Mary Oliver. your one wild and precious life. Wake up to that. Wake up to how precious this is. Wake up to how sacred this is. I've been returning to these words of power lately, meditating on them, allowing them to become the filter through which I see sacred ritualism ceremony adoration reverence worship all of these words and their power existing independent of any religious structure you may associate them with these words belong to no one and nothing but they are conduits for divine connection. Awe, wonder. These words are stepping stones to elation. Waking up to reverence, becoming that which reveres, allowing that which you see to be revered and so recognize its own existence. 
waking up to what cherishing means. To cherish, to hold in your heart, not grasping or clinging, but merely holding the space through which deep affection and gratitude and appreciation may come into being. Waking up to meaning. What is meaningful for you now? That is your direction, intention to live a life of meaning to have meaning in your movement, meaning in your breath, meaning in how you show up, why you show up, where you show up. We may indeed be adrift in a purposeless void, but I know the feeling, the felt sense of meaning. I know what it feels like in my body. I know what it feels like to see meaning, to hear meaning, to breathe meaning. And yes, we find ourselves in these capitalized systems that put pennies over people every day of the week, and we can rebel against that simply through our act of seeing how we decide to see. Do not let the structures win. Do not lose hope. Don't lose hope. Allow hope. Allow it to embrace you, to enfold you, to protect you. And act in accordance with that hope. Commit to diligence in your hope. Aligning your actions with who and what you hope to be. Aligning your words with what it is you wish to see. And then you will see. It will become so clear just how meaningful this is. You're worthy. Worthy of devotion. Worthy of abundance, of peace and security, of love, connection and community. Recognize that without you, these things would not be. You are the space in which they find themselves. I affirm you. I affirm your presence, your power, your persistence. I affirm the way you see the world, your willingness to expand and experiment. I see your honesty. I see you waking up 
to that truth. I see the challenge that comes from that too. So when we come into contact with truth, we see just how much we've been asleep. Waking up is not always easy. We discuss spiritual awakenings. That's painful. It's painful to feel the isolation that can come from carrying a certain complexity of thought, the isolation that can come when you see the world so distinctly differently from those around you that you can't help but feel alone. But when you feel that, know that you are more connected to us than ever. And that it is your job and your duty, your dharma, not to give in to that loneliness, but to go and create connection, community. You are not alone. You must wake up from that and recognize unity. Wake up to life on your terms. You are more powerful than you can comprehend because this power lies outside of our comprehension. It defies the language we use to define and describe what it is we see. We are not capable or qualified of determining what we can and cannot do what we are and are not capable of. Trust that you are more powerful than you can comprehend. Surrender to that. Surrender to your ability to alchemize experience, to turn pain into joy, to turn loneliness into love. You are an alchemist through your ability to see and through that seeing invoke into being. To see in love is to be love. To see through joy is to see joy everywhere. And these truths, these sensations, these seeings do not exist independent of the pain, but amongst it with it, a dance of polarities occurring within you at all times, feeling right now how heavy your body is, with each exhalation sinking deeper and deeper into the body, feeling the earth, the heavy earth beneath you, becoming aware of the sensation of gravity pulling you down. becoming aware of the lightness of breath, the gentle expansion of the belly and the diaphragm and the rib cage and the chest, exhaling, sinking deeper into the heavy body, into heavy earth, 
inhaling lightness, exhaling, feeling heavy, inhaling, feeling light. Can you become aware of both of these sensations simultaneously? The absolute presence of polarity within you right now. Recognizing this truth of polarities allows you to see the other side even when you feel blinded. It is the truth that where there is suffering, there is also happiness. Where there is loneliness, there is connection. Where there is up, there is down. As above, so below, you contain multitudes. And their recognition is always a breath away. And there's power in that. There's power in you. If you enjoyed today's episode, tell your friends. Leave us a review. If you didn't enjoy today's episode, uh, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> If you find yourself up in tropical far north Queensland, come and meditate with me. I'll be teaching yoga at the Wild Heart Yoga Tribe soon. Come and move with me. If you would like to work one-on-one -on -one with me, email me your interest and we'll be releasing the fourth round of Path of Discovery, beginning in January 2024. Eight weeks of both one-on-one -on -one sessions and group sessions because we heal in community. Other than that, I wish you the grandest of days. I love you, I see you, I hear you. I am you. Until next time.